lads, lads, folks, ladies, gentlemen, people of the board, women and children of loud. That, that was one hell of a day. I'm going to try and analyse it all. So much happened. I have a smile as broad as anything on my face. It's hard to keep it off. It was just absolute magic. It was loud GA utopia today. Dystopia for the Royals. Um, that'll suit me down to the ground. Um, this is episode 233 with 63 talking points. You'll hear flow of the game. You'll hear matchups, lineups, reaction from Kieran Downey, Mickey Hart, and all, all them, all them talking points, and a, and a whole lot more. Put first, Oasis. Ah, oh, Jesus, Jesus, where do we begin? Where do we? Well, I'm going to begin with the the just the. the the poor ladies were beaten. That's their first loss. Met by Wex. Wex for a good side. Um, the first loss in a while. It'll dampen a few spirits. And then the Horlers were beaten in Clocken by uh, Monaghan. Bit of a disgrace, really. That game was supposed to be in Blaney. It was moved. Wasn't even a scoreboard there. Monaghan get, got the win over them. Got over them. Uh, we can't seem to get over Monaghan Horlers at all. But they, they look to be going for promotion tilt with that. And we're just under pressure now. Um, to stay away from relegation uh, with two games remaining we have Fermanagh hopefully we can get over Fermanagh and then the other one is Mayo as well I think but yeah so that's all to come in, in the weeks but today was about the footballers of Loud in red and white that went to Navin and got the win got the league win what does it mean what does it entail what happens from now Um I, I just, I'm just, I'm just so bloody fucking pleased. I'm so happy with how we played. I'm just so happy how the thing went. Um, I, I, right, I'm bull, bulging now here with with talking points. So I just gonna, I'll get straight into the, the 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 way we lined out. And there's a couple of reports there. I wasn't actually doing any reports today. It was actually lovely. Was there my two elder sons and in the press box. Enjoying it absolutely fully, where I was just indulged, and one of my sons was actually doing match reports with a pen and paper, and he actually did a little bit more work than me today. Uh, he's it all well documented. Um, all seven-year-old self has it documented, and they're spoiled. It's their first day going to a loud, a loud match in the press box, and the atmosphere even they felt just ah. Oh, Look at loads more to chat about that to come, but contrary <coughs> to um, the reports that are out there, um, James Calf did start in goals. Niall Sharkey right full, Peter Lynch full back, Donald McKenney left full, Leonard Gray was right half. It was Liam Jackson who was sent to half, not Colin McKeever. Colin McKeever went out left half. Connor Early and Connor Grimes, two Connors started and finished in the middle of the field. Tom Jackson, Anthony Williams was on the forty. Um, picking up Don Kyogen. Kieran Downey was on the left wing. Kieran Murphy was in the left corner. That's a new position for him. The man who's was number six stitched into his back. Samuel Wright and then Darren McConnell as well left over. Late, late kind of reshuffle there. I think Niall Sharkey had to go corner back because uh, Dan Corkin gets injured in the warm up. 
you'd hear Mickey mention that. So Liam Jackson going into centre half, Sharky might have started centre half, um, and then me me started one to fifteen. So there was Matthew Costley, Costello, Shane Walsh. The word bullshit. Me thought I thought I was trying to decode um, Colin O'Rourke, but they went more or less one to fifteen. Um, Shane McEntee comes in for the injured Carl Hickey who was mentioned a lot during the week and poor Carl got injured during the week um, and he didn't play so that that was it that was the that was the, the line ups and the match ups was um, um, sorry Jordan Morris was picked up by McKenney Niall Sharkey went on uh, Shane Walsh and then the man from Roach the Iron Man from Roach, full back, Peter Lynch, he picked up Matthew Costello, big, big man. I'm going to more about him shortly as well. And there's loads coming this week, lads. We have uh, Kildare build up. Um, same again, loads more. And we'll have a county draw tomorrow night as well, where we have the championship draws. That's going to be so interesting as well, especially with Shield and Cup getting underway too. Right, um loads happening absolutely loads happening I just can't get just cannot get the smile off my face um, right so the game the ca- I'll zip through the game fairly lively because it was fairly tough going early on we were 4-0 down uh, Shane Walsh were given turnovers um, Jones kicks one from distance um, Jordan Morris gets two from play and we're 4-0 down we're just looking like we can't settle McConnell gets one and Liam Jackson gets one. We like we were making goal chances, we were cutting through. We were being a little, being a little bit naive instead of just taking the point, hand passing over the bar and getting it getting um getting a score ourselves on the score sheet. But we went four two in a rapid amount of time. Scully gets uh, a score for them. He was impressive enough now, so he was Jason Scully into forty for them. Uh, they get the red card. Um uh, what's his face? Harry O'Higgins, the full back from the twenties, a good player, good solid player. <coughs> I'm gonna talk about whether it was a red card or not in, in the talking points, but he gets red anyway <coughs> and we carry on and we hit four we, we hit four in a row. Colin McCall comes off the bench. We we had three subs in the first twenty minutes. Like Craig Lennon comes in for Tom Jackson, Tom goes off after ten minutes, Colin McCall twelve minutes for Anthony Williams and Tommy Dornan comes in for um, Leonard Gray looks to be heavily strapped on the knee they all scored as well actually um, but Sam gets a free missed a couple of frees uh, McConnell gets us level 34 minute and Sam gives us the lead just before half time to be 4 down and then lead 6-5 was really really that was really good for the psychologicalness uh, of it all to give them a blow to give us a boost they proved they were right in there. And it also it just shows we stick in these games. They were highly, highly, highly competitive. Then Mead take over the second half. Flynn levels. Walsh gives a free to get to the lead. Connor Grimes kicks a great score to make it 7 all. Um Lennon shows his pace. We hit three in a row. And then Tommy Dornan puts us 9-7 ahead. They level next to Walsh and Morris again. And they're they're really dominating this kind of what do you say the end of the tour quarter. Kyogen comes up the field, it's a kind of a long one two with Jordan Morris. Morris as well to hold it up, give it to the on running Donald Kyogen and he just bundles it in and the forty seven minute. Flynn follows up with a poor response to that goal. Flynn gets a good score. Costello makes him one eleven to nine. 
and that would be the last score until late in the, late in the game. Uh, Costa gets another one. We hit one five. Uh, Darren McConnell clips over. Downey gets three in like ninety seconds or uh, in a three in three seconds. The way it went. Then Lennon the sixty third minute. You see it happening. We roped it up. We had them out there, and he just nipped onto it. The best man to get the ball. One of the like such a goal. The speed, the pace, the finish, the tantalising nature of it to get people off the seats. To just knife made. So exciting. Such composure. Like absolutely bollocks. Can you imagine running from the middle of the field flat out, then having the composure to stop. Jinx inside two uh, mid defenders scrambling mid defenders slipping under Harry Hogan absolute supreme composure and awareness to know what to do you'll hear um, Kieran Downey sing his teammates phrases Sam then gets a great point from play Costello gets a free you thought two points in it they're going for goals like mad oh, they're going to do us they don't Don McKenney does them comes up the field the corner back whips it over on the left foot he likes kicking on that left foot but um, yeah, that made a one fifteen, and that capped off a magnificent win, a famous win, a really, really famous win. Um, Eleven years on from that league win on Easter Sunday in twenty twelve, which we spoke about during the week, we'll be speaking about this one for a long, long time to come. Um, but first, we spoke to Kieran Downey. Then we're going to hear it's fairly lengthy for Mickey Hart. Mickey Hart's with twelve minutes. If you want to skip it on or listen to it or just indulge yourself, listen to the whole lot. There's a whole, there's national national people in uh, popping questions in also. I didn't get Colin O'Rourke. Didn't bother getting Colin O'Rourke, but he walked by and knocked, nearly knocked my phone out of my hand. I think he might have known. They might be just, but they were, uh, they were, they were. Let's just say they were the the Mead uh, press corps were were sick. They were they were like the jerseys, the green jerseys. They were sick. But um, not to worry, not to worry about that at all. We <laughs> we won't feel any sympathy towards him at all. We're just here now from Kieran Downey, the man who came to the party, uh, delighted he did in the end, and then Mickey Hart as well gives a nice nice interview towards the end as well. Twelve minutes long. I want to skip forward and get straight into the talk points. You do that, but I'll talk to you now in a second. Two one. Yes, welcome back to Park Talton. I'm joined by, I'm sure, a delighted uh, Kieran Downey. Kieran, that second half, what a comeback! You looked, uh, I suppose, dead and buried at one stage, but this uh, low team are never dead and buried. No, um, yeah, the usual. We kind of left things to the last minute. Um, probably had a period in the game where we kind of just we went away and me me got a bit of a grip on us. But uh, yeah, as you said, like we we bounced back strong and we, we had a massive last fifteen. They eked out the five-point lead for themselves. It looked as if it was their match to lose at that stage, but you found momentum from somewhere. And, of course, your three successive points, absolutely crucial. Yeah, you could say that, but look, you know yourself, there's work going in all over the pitch. I um, happened to get on the end of a couple of scores back-to-back, and um, the lads the lads on the business, like I have to say, uh, Craig Lennon. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a goal like it. Really, you know, if to, to cover that distance and, and finish internet like that, it's... 
you know, that's magic. That's that's real stuff there. Yeah, you were looking at that goal from further back the field. Uh, had your confidence in him that he was going to rattle the back of the net? Yeah, well, anyone that knows Craig, you, you know how quick he is. He, he's a serious skill set, but just just to have that killer instinct from there, another lad might would have pulled up and, and, and took the point, but, you know, what a badly needed goal for us and, and, and it kicked us on. But your three uh, points, and they arrived in very quick succession, really brought you back into it. It was obviously no, no case of, the, of letting the head drop. No, look, we, we know at this stage you have to stay in the game and, and your time will come at, at different stages. It could be in the first 10 or the last 10. But um, again, overall, great team performance. So really happy how we've we, we seen the game out. And, you know, it's nice to get the score sheet as well. And in that first half, um, both teams facing into adversity. They obviously lost Harry O'Higgins with a controversial red card. But on your side then, you lost three men through injury and you had to reshuffle a wee bit. Yeah, it's a bit of a mad one, really, when you, those bodies going half all over the place. Um, Real happy match you could call it, but uh, yeah, look again, lads coming in. That's that's the joys allowed at the minute, and and this team we can we can mix and match them, and we can we can go in or out with, with, with lads, you know. So happy enough there. And later on, you were defending that lead. Um, you were obviously hoping it wasn't a case of deja vu, given the previous history with Loud and Me games, and the fact that it usually comes down to the very last whistle. Yeah, I'm well aware of the history. You know, me, me, uh, my family are, are big Loud supporters, and they've a lot of scars down through the years. So look, it's 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 important win for us on. on that in to see see the game out as you said you know this previous there with, with a couple of late robberies from them so you know brilliant for us huge tenacity shown and the strength of the tackle you were in there for every ball and that's obviously something that Mickey Hart and this group have been working on very very closely not not just this season but previous seasons as well yeah look what we're building the last two or three years is our third season now you know we're we're constantly improving and we've we've a lot to go like um in fairness but we're, we're happy where we're at we're, we're building each week i think we're showing different different parts of our game very well so now we've a lot to go we know that it's it's not we haven't won in all Ireland today we haven't won a lancer so you know big year ahead and obviously you haven't stayed up in this division yet either kieran there's a lot of work obviously three big games uh, still to come but the, the momentum generated would you say by last week's win over limerick uh, that was a, a massive coming into today's game you're on a bit deja vu it seems the same last year you know we, we got a win over limerick and, and it kind of kicked us on. It's look the league's momentum. Obviously, the first two games out, we we weren't happy. We, we were bet ultimately, even though we were playing well. But you know, we'd like to kick on now. We've we've a big big six day turnaround now. We've Kildare coming, I think, to the weekend. So, you know, big game coming. I know it's a results business. You've got the last two uh, wins, uh, but the four performances uh, so far, uh, nothing really much to fault because this has been really uh, you know uh, full on from this group of lads. Yeah, it is. And and in fairness, the, the work going in behind the scenes is you know it's massive. And we can feel the back and you know you can see a bigger crowd coming now which is massive to us you know like it's it's a big big push if uh, the more people we can get out following us and the better i know we have to give something to follow and i think we're doing that at the minute so mm. it's it's great to see and what it meant to this group coming off the field uh, great to see loud supporters uh, so so happy it doesn't always happen here at park Todd, and even though performances are usually good here yeah yeah no it's it was brilliant Do you know like it is it's 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 a nice memory it's a nice day for us Big, big win for the team and, and great for the people, you know, all around good. And two of your last three games coming up at home, how crucial might that be? Yeah, that's, that's a big turning factor for us, you know, it's always hard on the road, you know, how good teams are, um, especially at home and, and for us, you know, we have a big, big challenge now in RD, you know. Well done today, Keon. Thanks very much, Lance. I mean, asked, what is your way? I think that was something that was said repeatedly, like, this obviously is the way, is this, you know... Is today as you know the answer maybe to that, yeah. that question and, and the feeling after it? Yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's. There's no point in knowing. I could like, rubbish in and say that it's not a big game. We're aware of the mead, and we probably we probably have more of a rivalry with them than they do with us. So I didn't buy into that. 
Um, but it's obviously it's, it's, it's a big step for us um, as a group to, to get such a win like this. And, and you're right, the why is important and, and there's, there's a serious core of lads in there. You know, there's a lot of character around the place, a lot of hard work on in, so it's, it's always a good combination. And obviously the change, like you spoke already about the performances, they've all been quite good, but there's a difference in performing and then getting across the line. That's two consecutive getting across the lines, if you like. Yeah, we're laughing. Yeah, well, you're laughing. You kind of, you kind of, we're performing well, but we're losing. You know, like we'd nearly sometimes would you take a result and not playing well, so it's a bit of a tricky one. But um, we knew, we knew, we knew ourselves that we were going well. We're doing the right things. A couple of errors on our end, and again, we've loads to improve. We've a lot to get right. We still went 20 minutes there, I think, with kind of we went quiet. You could call it. So look, we, we've a lot, we've a lot to get right. Just for yourself, I suppose, by your own standards, it was relatively quiet up until that three point push. Yeah. Did it just happen for you? It's, it's the same. I've been kind of getting them performances now personally. I'm, I'm trying a lot. Like you know, it's it's not for want to try them, but um, the the opportunity just came. Just got in on the end of the ball, and you know, bit of a breeze in me back, and I took the score. So happy enough. Is the confidence there in the back? The work done. That when it came. You're ready to hit, ready to turn off. Yeah, well, you could see that. You can see that in, in, in our results. And it's a big thing we want to chase this slow team, you know, about character, about going right to the wire. And, you know, maybe in the past we might have went away and looked for a way to lose the game. But I, I actually think now, again, we're not to finish article, but we're, we're looking to win games. You know, we're going right to the wire. Super, well done. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks. Thanks very much. Thanks. No, we didn't no, no, start. No, we waited on you. Were you waiting for me? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm honoured, I'm honoured. <laughs> I waited you, Pat. Yeah. Very, very. <clears throat> I'll just leave that there, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mickey, that like, is probably as big a win as you've had with Loud, um, given the circumstance and how important it was. That's fair enough to say. It was a big win, all right. Um, it was a big challenge for us coming here. And as Colin had said last week after the game against Derry, um, he, he believed there'd be a backlash and that they would you know, show what they were worth. And I think they did that today. Um, I think we did well against the Breeze to be in it at half-time after a poor start by us. So I'm just pleased that they dug out a sort of a contest out of something that looked like it was going away from us in the first half. And then, of course, in the second half, when we started and got the couple of points up, we thought, you know, we're on the road here. Uh, but they had other ideas and then turned that into a, a five-point lead of their own. So that was another very difficult place to be in. And um, I know we had the elements in the second half and we had it, an extra man. I know all those things were going for us. But at that time in the game, it didn't look like that at all. It looked like we were in a bad place and it would be very hard to dig out a win. So I think great credit to the boys that they didn't shirk the responsibility of clawing their way back into the game. Both, both teams had spells in the ascendancy, I suppose though, from your point of view, I suppose Loud were heavily hit when, when we had their periods, when, when you're talking about falling behind at the start of the game and then obviously at the beginning of the second half. There's something apart from maybe the ability to get you across the line in those scenarios and that's something that you would have spoken about quite a bit, getting that sort of intrinsic gutsiness into it. Yeah, there. well that's it. I mean, you know, talent's one thing and there's talent in Loud for sure, but you know, talent that doesn't work hard becomes derelict talent, unfortunately, and we know that, so many people know that. Uh, so I think it's great that our players are appreciating that hard work. Might not always get you the result you want, but at least you'll be able to walk off the field with your head held high. And I think that's what our players have done, even in the first two games that we lost. I think we, we came off with feeling, look, we, we give it a real good shot here. And you could say they're unfortunate and all of that, you know, but that's life. You, you, you know, when you're in a game like that, a tight game, if you don't finish it out, then you pay the price. And I suppose we finished out the last two games in the right side of things for ourselves. 
But I, it's it's a credit to the players now that embracing what Gavin particularly has brought to this team and his coaching ability, and you can see it out in the field there that the players know what they're doing. And the other big thing is we lost three of our starters today before half time, I think maybe, and um, we spoke about that yesterday. And you know what things could possibly happen in this game today, and if they did happen, would that phase you? And we felt that it shouldn't because there's a squad here that know the way we play the game or want to play the game. So they have to be able to fit in, not just come in as an individual and say, well, I'm, I'm in for somebody else here. They're in to be part of the cogs of the wheel that is Louth football at the minute. And that uh, panel game that we've talked about before, Mickey, uh, very much underlined today again the changes you had to make in that first half. Tommy Dornan thought it an exceptional match. And of course, Craig Lennon, who you also brought on, uh, the man who scored that all-important goal. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that's what it's about. We, we, we tell the players that, and, and everybody knows that in the modern game, it's not a 15-man game. You know, It's not about having this so-called settled team. It's about having a squad that's capable of playing on any given moment. And you know, it's not always easy to go in when the game is live, if you like, and you get up to the speed of it right away. So credit to the men who went in and made an impact, because that's what you need. You need the people going in and making a positive impact on the game and I think all of the ones who in the day did that and when you got the, the lead in that final quarter you obviously <coughs> some of the earlier matches you've been involved in it's you know been tense stuff and again today as well but great uh, defending in, in the closing stages when you when you needed to defend well absolutely it was, it was one of those things that you know could easily have shipped a goal there again today so you have to say Meath as typical Meath never give up and that's a tradition that they've had for many many years now and we're well aware of that so they certainly didn't give up there today either. they threw the kitchen sink at us and on another day one of those last two or three sorties that they made could have ended up in our net so that's life like you know we, we just came out on the right side of things that mattered today and we're happy about that it doesn't mean to say we're a finished product. It doesn't mean to say we're going to beat the world or anything else. It means to say we're a work in progress. And a work in progress is always better chance of surviving when you get a result with it. And I mean, you've had four wholehearted displays now from your four matches without getting the rewards, obviously, in the first two games, uh, Mickey. But now the points are on the board. Yeah, there's some points on the board. <laughs> is it enough to stay up here? That's, that's, that's still a $6 million question. But at least it gives you a fighting chance. And at this stage, you know, we're happy that... We're in the mix now, not to be just relegation favourites, but possibly able to survive in this division. And that will be good if we can do that. We would be very pleased to be that. How big was the sending off, Mickey? Well, sending off is important in any game. But, you know, in the modern game, it's not like it used to be. And when it was sending off, everybody was working out who's the spare man, who's the free man. Life's not like that anymore because it's a, it's a unit game here now. It's, it's, a, it's a whole host of players working for each other. So I don't think you could look in and say, me, you know, we had a spare man. We really didn't, you know, because it was 15 versus 14, of course, out the, on, on the field. But, you know, the collective, it's the collective that matters. And their 14 collective was very effective. And, and I think maybe, maybe uh, that wee bit of steam at the end counted for us where we had the extra body. But it's not like it used to be if it was a spare man, there was a serious advantage to the team that had it. I don't think it's like that anymore. Is there a composure now from the, the first three games in the final 15 minutes fallout in terms of game management? Look, at, when you get a result and win, <laughs> you can say those things, you know. But, I mean, I, I felt we could have won the first two games as well. And, you know, have we changed an awful lot in that time? I'm not sure. I think it's just it's easy to read that into it. When you get the right result, you can say we had the composure, we had the noose to finish the game off. 
you know, I think we could have done that, particularly the first day against uh, against yeah. Clare. And indeed, you know, Derry's second goal kind of killed us that day too. So we, we, we had a chance that the two days that we didn't get it, and we probably could have lost. We could have got beaten the two days we won. That's life. That's what life's like in, in league football. You know, there's not many games that don't go to the wire. And James Callum, many, many special moments for him. Oh, absolutely. I mean... James is a gentleman and he, he came back to play for us last year in a place that he hadn't been accustomed to playing for some time. But there's a calmness about him and there's a composure about him and uh, you know that's good to have and you need that in, in, in a team. And look, at, it's, it's not, you know, it's widely known. We don't have the kind of Niall Morgans or the, you know, Cluxtons or these set keepers who are just born to be keepers if you like and know the game inside out and can play the modern game as a keeper so we have to try and create or invent something and, and we're trying our best to do that and, and we have we've always found that something that we're challenging ourselves to see who can we really get that'll fit the bill of what the modern keeper needs to be so James has been a great man to come and stand in for us you know he's at the end of his career technically but he's prepared to put himself forward for, for now and, and we're very appreciative of that Mickey you've used I think Three what you might call outfield players in goal. I think in this campaign so far. Mm. So I presume from that it's still a kind of it's a fluid enough position. What where it's going to end up come championship? Is it? Well, you see, <laughs> I think everybody's an outfield player. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I've always said that. Yeah. I don't believe in positions. I think if we talk about positions, the only place you see positions is in a match program. And if we're back to the seventies and eighties. That's, that's what you're looking at. People thought, this is the way the team lines out, this is the way they're going to play. It's not like that anymore. I don't believe that we have backs and forwards and anybody else. I think we have footballers. And we want footballers to do everything they can to be part of making your team the best it can be. You can learn much. Now, I know obviously Stephen Hague, Kildare suffered a defeat today and obviously home advantage in RD and that. Like, What's, what's the, the narrative around that? Do you need to settle everything down maybe in the dressing room? Well, no, not really, because, I mean, we put a huge effort into all of the games and, and we, we licked our sores when we got beaten and we have to enjoy when you win. So we're not getting carried away, as I say. And again, I don't like teams coming off a bad beating because it means that they've, they're going to reflect hard on themselves and come back with much better performance. So I'd rather, really, that, that uh, Kildare had run... Derry very tight, or well, maybe that would be the best for us. If the one that don't be coming up the, the points that we don't need too many coming up for points here at this stage. Is it fair to say though the challenge match last year it seems to be a sort of a turning point for both teams? Maybe that seemed to have been the highlight of maybe Kildare in the last two years, whereas was obviously a lowlight for Loud. Albeit results didn't just follow in sequence for Loud straight away. There has been improvement, evident improvement, and evolution and development. Well, uh, according to that game, anyway, there was plenty of room for improvement, that's for sure. We needed a lot of improvement. We were very disappointed with our performance that day. It was probably the one of the worst, you're talking about this being one of the best performances we had since we come. I think that was the worst by a country mile. And we were all very disappointed with that. And, and it doesn't make you happy when you get wiped out like that. So uh, we wanted to make sure that that doesn't happen to us again, if we can possibly avoid it. So that, that's something we learned a lot that day. And then you have to apply that learning. And the only way to apply that learning is to narrow the gap. Mickey, um, a lot of talk, obviously, about, say, Craig Lennon's goal in the way he mm. took it. But 
that win may not have come but for like Kieran Downey what he did at say in 90 seconds yeah, yeah. In a row, like, was... absolutely uh, when I said that to him when the game was over I said to Kieran I said good job you came to the party uh, <laughs> <laughs> so and, and he did at that time because he'd been relatively quiet for, yeah. for what he can do yeah. up to that point and then just suddenly bang 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 three not even three sort of average scores yeah. there were three excellent scores and without them, of course, we wouldn't have been back in the game. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's all these parts contribute to the eventual outcome. And, and thank God uh, that, that worked well for us today. Just, just to clarify, the three changes in the first 20 minutes, they were all injuries. Absolutely, right? all injuries, yeah. 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 And Dan Corcoran got injured in the wall. And Dan Corcoran had a problem with his hamstring before right. we even started. Right. Okay. So it wasn't a great day on the injury front for us, but all's well that ends well. And just finally, I mean, <clears throat> Division 2... There's been so much talk about teams in it were almost here to avoid the Talton Cup. You know, louder, you've gone up a division, you want to stay in competing in the Sam Maguire, obviously. That's oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it's no disrespect to the Talton Cup, but I mean, if there's a premier competition, you want to be in it. And we want to be in it the same as everybody else. Lovely. All right. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much for Firstly, I love that about Downey, that he's a loud supporter and his family felt the heartache. I love that. Because you think our players were moved from that, the players get invested in that. Um, and they obviously do. And it, 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 it is in the backs of the mind. That Mickey as well, he knows what me they're all about. And what I love about Mickey is, he's asked about, do we want to play in the primary competition? He's not self-deprecating. He's not full of shit. He doesn't make any awkward silence, or awkward laughs or giggles. He's like, if there's a Premier competition, you want to play in it. Silence. Full stop. Leaves it in the opening. There's no... It's straight. It's direct. It's it's exactly why he's getting the best out of these lads. It's exactly why they go through a wall from. It's exactly why Gavin Devlin is training them like uh, demons. Um, Kieran Sloan, Peter Dooley, all adding to it, the doctors, physios. It's just all adding and all, you can feel that with Kieran Downey as well. It's just, you know, it's all crescendoing and working off one another as well. Um, right, I'm going to give you a couple of talking points for free. Yeah, and hopefully then you'll, you'll sign up for the rest of this league campaign, the rest of this month, heading into a new month as well. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. The buzz, talk about number one was the buzz, the absolute buzz you had today. Like to to uh, to go to Navin, jam packed, but it wasn't even that in the day. It was the Friday. It was all week. It was it was the Saturday. It was the Saturday evening. Are you going to the game tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to be some game. You get can you get a ticket? It's hard to get tickets. People messaging me saying that you couldn't get tickets through the loud through Ticketmaster, but you could get through the media. Um, like all this stuff, you, you're out shopping and people are coming up to you and talk mad to talk about the game. It's like it was like really, really. It was a there was a buzz about it. It's really, really what the league football is about. It's like championship now. And it has that real fervour about it and that real appetite and it's a real buzz as well. I was in Yori on Saturday night, seen the felt the buzz there as well. Down came back from behind to win, but they were roared on by, by the Esler crowd, the home crowd. This was opposite. We felt like we were we were um travelling we were travelling to enemy territory. 
were getting there uh, well maybe not nice and early but getting there um, into the stadium jam traffic just adding to that sense of anticipation everyone bowling to get in adding to the tension it was just the buzz about the game the colour clash the scorching sun on the cold day just had everything the buzz it was heaving it was just magic the buzz was absolutely magic today right talking point number two which one will I pick from the other 63 I will go with um, I will go with which one which one will I go with um, Sam will rise nearly talking about number two because you're not getting all the other good ones like the likes of Peach and Grimesy's Tackle Lennon the goal Peach I Peach watch as well um, William's job um, out me the mead Sealands Cole McKeever I've loads I've another 62 but I'm going to go Sam's Sam nearly hand passed the ball into his own net and you just feel the me crowd wanting him to do that just to jeer us more than anything but he didn't it was calmly possession football on our own on our own parallelogram that just shows the confidence that we have and how we're continuing to play in the fashion that we do and we're sticking to our principles and sticking to it and driving on Right, that is your, your Talking Points podcast. Hard luck till Ardy Community School who went down to Dun- Joseph Dunamore 3 7 to 7. And let's have a quick wrap up, shall we, of the Kevin Mullen Shield and the uh, Paddy Shielding Cup. Wins for the Knicks, the Seans, um, the Tones, Anna Minnan in the Kevin Mullen Shield. Then Dundalk uh, Gales, Kilcarely, Pats, Mattock, Cooley, Jocks. Um, Beckins and Holders the Blues won as well um, in the Paddy Sheelan Cup. Uh, who else? The Westerns. They were, they were a lot. They were a lot. Went down to Jimmy Murray's John Mitchell's in the first game. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all the scores. That is all the scores of the weekend. Um, on a magnificent day, on a massive, massive day for loud football. The 63 talking points are there for you. Um, thanks very much for signing up. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for being from Loud. Thanks very much for enjoying that game. Thanks very much for coming up and talking to me. Thanks so much for going out in the field. Thanks very much for showing up. And let's roll on this weekend. Um, I re- I just I, The smile is still there. But um, yeah, thanks very much for listening to the Loud and Proud, um, what was it? Loud GA Utopia podcast. Uh, 63 talking points in episode 233 good luck bye bye and thanks keep sending in your feedbacks just just love it and spread the word let's get people signed up let's keep this uh, momentum um, ship going forward and forward and forward and forward good luck bye bye and thank you very much signing off 26 I don't want this podcast to end I don't want this day to end but yeah 26th of February 2023 we well remembered for a long long time and we'll have this podcast to remember by too good luck bye bye and thanks